Welcome to Studio Wednesday's Recap Diaries. My name is Katie, and today I'm recapping Cameron and Junie's story. We'll call this story McDonald's on a Monday, a threesome gone wrong. This story is about two best friends, Cameron and Junie. Cameron is a boisterous woman. Legend has it, her parents heard her laughter before they even saw her beautiful face. And Junie is a gay man who operates on the crossroads of intellectual career climber and always up for adventure party animal, making the perfect combination of the two unstoppable. Cameron and Junie met as young adults, and from the moment they slung back tequila shots after closing down a bar and Cameron throwing up in her lap, they knew they would be together forever. With many best friends who start out this way, they have gotten into their fair share of mischief and adventure. And this story will follow on one crazy adventure in particular. And by the title, I'm sure you've guessed that it's quite the story indeed. Every year, Cameron and Junie go to this big pride festival. Oftentimes, coordinating outfits and spending the week enjoying love, celebrating everyone in the queer community. And this year was like many others and not just coordinated outfits. They would buy the exact same outfit. Twinsies for the last day of the festival. And what was their outfit? I want you to close your eyes and think about this for a second. Based on my one-sentence description of them both, also the fact that it was pride, what do you think they could be wearing? Did you picture overalls? (laughs) No, I bet you didn't. But these two found pride overalls, denim short overalls with rainbows on them. Yep, that's what they wore. And they looked amazing. So the last day of the festival, dancing the day away, Cameron and Junie realized that while they'd had a great weekend of love, they didn't actually find uh, love, if you know what I mean. So with a few hours to spare on Sunday night, they went on the hunt. In the smoking section, Cameron met Jay, a Vin Diesel-looking hunk of a man. But more important than his looks, he was into Cameron and sending all the green lights her way. Junie realized that he too could get down with Jay. So as Jay started to flirt more and more with Cameron, Junie, in typical Junie fashion, said, What's yours is mine, and put the moves on hard. Jay, however, made it very clear that, you know, while it was nice that he was flirting with him, he was so not gay. A few shared cigarettes later, Jay went in to kiss Cameron. Junie, not missing a beat, said, But if you kiss her, you have to kiss me too. And the three of them lock lips in what was described as an odd triangular makeout that somehow worked. I guess something about that triangular kiss did work because soon after, Jay decided to order an Uber. As they waited for the car to come, they began the negotiation of the evening. Junie could come and join, but again, Jay was very clear in saying, I'm not gay. So we can't, like, have sex sex. Junie respectfully understood and asking if a few other things were still on the table, which they were, so that was good enough for him. Then, the next issue, where to go. Junie and Cameron were staying at Junie's, but so were like five other people who had joined them to the festival, and they were probably already back at his, ready to sleep. 
So they definitely didn't want to go back to Junie's house. And they really didn't want to go to Jay's house, you know, stranger danger. So hotel it is. They get dropped off at a hotel a bit further south in the city. And the three of them walk into the lobby at four in the morning, asking the nice man working there to please get one room. As Cameron and Junie were only carrying their essentials in the front pocket of their overalls, they had no IDs. And honestly, they were too gone at this point and didn't want to speak to the receptionist. Thankfully, due to the cocaine, Jay was sober. That joke only is funny if you know, and if you don't know, well, then that's a good thing and keep at it. So Jay handled the conversation, and like a gentleman, he paid for the night. The three of them take the elevator to the room on the 8th, or was it the 9th? No, it was definitely the 10th floor. And as they walk in, they see two twin beds, and at the end of the room is a bathroom. Jay goes over and puts his bag down on the desk near the door to the bathroom and goes in to um, freshen up. While he was in there, Cameron and Junie look at each other and they kind of finally realize what was going on. Wait, are we really doing this? What the fuck? Okay, okay, let's just go for it. When Jay comes out of the bathroom, he went straight to Cameron and they start to kiss. Soon after, laying on the bed, and in a mess that is somehow all three sums, yeah, everyone's clothes come off. And no one really remembers how or when, but all three are now naked. As Cameron and Jay lay on the bed making out, Junie starts giving Jay a blowjob. And the not-so-gay Jay stops Junie because he is about to come. And he would really rather come with Cameron, a woman. So Cameron lays back, and Jay lifts her legs up, pushing them into the air. And Junie does what all best friends do. He grabs a condom and slides it onto Jay's dick. And after watching him trying to find the hole with no avail, he also steps in to help there too, grabbing him and putting him inside his best friend. As Cameron and Jay have sex, Junie gets a bit jealous and honestly a bit bored. So he flops on the pillow next to Cameron, like two girls at a sleepover laughing and gossiping. And Jay? Oh yeah, he's fine. He's still pounding away. Junie tries one last move and swings his legs up to his head, mimicking the position that Cameron is in, exclaiming to Jay, Okay, I'm ready! The two of them are cracking up with each other. Jay, still pounding away. And Junie is now done. There's no fun for him here, and he wants to leave. But Cameron doesn't want to be here by herself, so she decides, okay, then fine. We both will leave. And the three of them get up, and Cameron explains to Jay that the night is over and they are going to go home now. Suddenly, Jay's coke paranoia kicks in. With his naked body parts flailing about, he starts to yell at Cameron and Junie. You're fucking with me. You set me up. You, you even have on the same outfit on. Look, you stole my bag. You're not leaving until I find my bag. Cameron and Junie, rushing to pull their overalls on and snap them into place, they tell the scary Vin Diesel man that his bag is just over there. And as he turns his back and they see his bare ass walking away, Cameron and Junie look at each other and yell, Run! Let's go! The two of them grab their shoes and phones and bolt out of the hotel room. Going first to the elevator, they soon realize that they have no time to spare. Jay would be on his way to get them any second now. 
So they make a run for the emergency exit stairs and barrel down eight or nine or no, 10 flights of stairs. Finally making it to the lobby and out of breath, they jolt past the incredibly confused receptionist who checked them in not even an hour ago. Running outside to meet the morning sun, they convince themselves that they can't stop here. So they run past not one, but two blocks and a random left turn to get Jay off their trail. Finally, out of sight, they get an Uber back home to Junie's, where the rest of their friends are sound asleep. Adrenaline still racing, Cameron could barely sleep. After an hour or two of tossing and turning, she decides, okay, fuck it. She gets up and walks to McDonald's on a Monday morning, bringing back the crew a hearty breakfast. As they eat, Cameron and Junie tell their friends about the events of just a few hours ago, when suddenly Cameron's phone rings. It's Jay. He has to be calling to find us, Junie. Fuck, he's pissed. What do I do? She doesn't answer. A minute later, he calls again. Their heart rate is going up, and the once warm fry between her fingers now turns cold as she and Junie stare at her phone. Three messages pop up, all from Jay, saying, Hey, I had such a nice night. I would love to see you again. So it turns out Jay was clueless that they ran for their life and thought that he was after them. Probably what happened was after he found his bag, he realized all his stuff was there and he thought, oh, you know what? I better go get some rest. I'll call her in the morning. Cameron and Junie never responded and never saw him again. But Cameron and Junie, that was far from their last adventure. They're what you'd call soulmates, but for friends. And even though a third person may be present, Cameron and Junie only need each other. Lying down, ass up, feet in the air, laughing and having the time of their fucking lives. Well, this has been Studio Wednesday's Recap Diaries. Thank you for listening to Cameron and Junie's story today. McDonald's on a Monday, a threesome gone wrong. And a huge thank you to Cameron and Junie for allowing me to tell this story and also for cracking up while you told me this story. As you know, season three is all about recapping your stories, your stories about dating and sex. And every week I will have a new episode, a new story recapped. Sometimes these stories are about crazy dates or one night stands. And sometimes it's about two fucking crazy friends on another adventure. Make sure you subscribe or follow to get notified. And if you want to learn more about Studio Wednesday or get in touch to discuss bringing your story to life, check out studio-wednesday.com and follow on Instagram or TikTok at Recap Diaries. One last shout out. If you haven't yet, share one of these stories with someone who you think might enjoy it. I'm working really hard to tell them, and I'm already starting to think about what kind of stories I want to tell next. And having more of an audience base would really help me get some more ideas and just get the stories out there. All right, that's all for now. Chat soon. XOXO, Katie.